When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Hello, and welcome to Unequal Sequel Extra! We're doing it a bit bit of a funny way round this week. <laughs> if this is the first time you've listened, we don't normally do it this way round. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be different. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Dave, do you want to tell the listeners why we're doing it this funny way round? <sighs> See, look, I can ask the questions and put you on the spot now. No, it's true, but I can tell them why, because someone went and got COVID again. Yeah, yeah. And that someone was me. <laughs> I'm sorry. So what are we doing this this podcast on, Dave? <laughs> oh, quickly going over that, are we? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are, when we say we, I mean I am reviewing <laughs> The Secrets of Dumbledore, the third instalment of the Fantastic Beasts mm. franchise. So what I should say is that I was very against watching this movie because I do not agree with the, the writer's political views. Political views? I mean, just her, just her horrible views about trans people. Essentially, I just don't agree with what she says. So I wasn't, I wasn't really happy about giving her any money. Turns out, <laughs> the universe did it for me and gave me COVID for the third time. By the way, um, so that I did not have to go and watch this movie. <laughs> There's a running joke that if anyone's listened, that Rich is always ill. I know. Where's this come from? Like, because we're recording batches, you know, because we, rec- we, you know, especially the interview episodes, we record them in batches. Like, hmm. uh, it just sounds like a meal all the time. Because <laughs> my meal went on the day that we do those, you know, when we do, especially the intros and the outros and stuff. It just sounds like I'm always ill. And I think yeah. maybe I am. Maybe I'm just always ill. Maybe that's what being 40 You've is all about. You've had a rough start this year with illnesses. It's not been my favourite. Because you had the bad back as well. Yeah. So I had COVID, then a bad back, then I had COVID again, and then I've I've got COVID again. (laughs) Oh, shit. (sighs) You know how you're not supposed to be able to get COVID like like three months after you've had it? Turns Mm. out that's not true. (laughs) I had it in February, and now it's April, and I've got it. So, (laughs) hey, there we are. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, so we are doing Fantastic Beasts Secrets of Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Is it Secrets of Dumbledore? I don't even know. It is the secrets, the secrets of Dumbledore, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Dave, tell us the plot. 
He's been waiting to ask that all day because normally <laughs> that's my question. Can I just quickly say that I'm also against the the woman's uh, views? Yes. Yeah. My I, only money I've paid is towards my cinema uh, monthly limitless card. I didn't pay nice. any extra to go see this in IMAX. Or I'm anything. still going to donate to a trans rights charity. Just to, that's a lovely you know, idea. I can. So there we go. Okay, so got that out of the way. So yes, this is the secret of Dumbledore, which carries on from the crimes of Grindelwald and the end of crimes of Grindelwald. Basically, Johnny Depp's Grindelwald has awoken a, a section of wizards that want to well take over the world and basically kill non-wizardly people. Nazi wizards. Not let's call them <laughs> Nazi wizards. And when we come for this one, Johnny Depp is gone. We'll go into that. Mads Mikkelsen turns up playing Grindelwald as well, and he kind of is a. Um, they're making more of a push to run the the wizard, wizardry world, as in okay. they're going for government and whatever, and they're getting more people to the cause. Basically, there's a team. Dumbledore, Albus Dumbledore, I should say in this, uh, gets a team together to bring down Grindelwald and his team, his subjects. Yeah. And it's got Newt's back in there. We've got Jacob, the baker, the the non-magical person. We've got some other faces that return from the other films that you don't really care about, so I probably won't <laughs> mention them, to be honest. <laughs> you don't really get Catherine Waterson, Tina's uh, character. Queenie does turn up. And it's yeah, it's 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 carrying on that story. And I have to say, I thought it was better than the second one, but I didn't quite enjoy it as much as the first one. So, first question: mm-hmm. Who cares? <laughs> well, that that is the first question. Does it do enough to make you care? Yeah. And, and the answer to that is probably not. It hasn't got it hasn't got the following that Harry Potter has. Mm. Basically. Potter had that legion of fans before the films came out, wasn't it? It was it was a massive book. Yeah. So and the world had already been built, been built for a lot of people. We've gone into Fantastic Beasts, which I originally thought was going to be about the Fantastic Beasts, and they've kind of fudged mm. this other element stories, world characters around these these beasts, and it hasn't quite, I would say, gelled. No. Uh, and I think. I don't think any of the films are that good, as in they don't really work for a full runtime. There's nothing about them that think, oh, that's like Harry Potter kind of thing. Like mm. in the first one, they were, oh, you can see how the American side of wizardry works. And that was fun. And then in the second one, you kind of get to Paris. And then in this one, you kind of go a bit of everywhere. But it's still not very magical. Yeah, that's, I spoke to my wife about this because she's a really big Harry Potter fan. Obviously, you know, that's been tainted slightly. But, uh, yeah, she's she was a really big Harry Potter fan. And she she's never liked any of the Fantastic Beasts. And her main complaint is they're just not magical enough. Mm. They just don't have that spark. They're not well-written enough that they feel important. Probably because J.K. Rowling had a hand in writing the scripts. Mm. And I think more on this one, they've let another screenwriter take over a little bit. So this one is, it does feel like it's a smoother transaction right. of the film. Um, but it is also quite, not as clunky as, as Crimes of Grindelwald. Mm. And this one does have it moments, but then you're just wondering where certain characters are and then certain characters are there and you think, why are you there? Yeah. But I think Jude Law's great as Albus Dumbledore. I, I even think Eddie Redmayne is is growing into this new character 
finally by a few <laughs> films um would i go and see another one is there a, is there a possibility for a fourth one uh yes because i think we discussed and we thought this was the final installment so i've read both i've read one saying that like Warner, warners have cut their losses and said right we're not making four and five and then i've also read like four and five uh all ready to go basically so. i think they're all ready to go if this one does well mm. and the reports you read are like oh it's only made a certain amount in america but then we are talking about post-pandemic world uh a lot of china still shut russia again obviously is not getting it for yeah. good for good reasons uh but when you talk about the uh, the china situation is that they've cut all gay references out from the from grindelwald and and dumbledore mm. which is a, a <laughs> it's it's huge for the story to be honest yeah. um but it's it's <sighs> It's a film that exists. <laughs> <laughs> and that is high praise. Because <laughs> the only reason I, I went to watch this, like you said, there's there's views of her that lots of other people have worked on this film. So it's, yeah. it is other people's living. So you've kind of got True. got to balance up. And I there's, there's there's the cases for and against that you shouldn't be supporting her. It's separating the art from the artist and all that kind of stuff, isn't it? But Yes. Um, which is easier to do is, when the art is good. <laughs> exactly I mean it's not a complete car wreck there is fun stuff on here it's very much about like a heist movie it's mm. like a, kind of like an Ocean's Eleven we get the team together and we got to go and do this thing uh, Mads Mikkelsen replaces Johnny Depp who they yeah. pushed pushed out for other reasons um, uh, Mads Mikkelsen they don't ex- I, I, I was wondering how are they going to deal with here's the change of his face yeah. they don't they don't no they do like a neighbours and just pretend that it never happened. Yes. Like just pretend it's the same person. Yeah. Yeah. And Mads Mikkelsen plays it much, much differently to Johnny Depp. And I think in, I think in a good way because Mads Mikkelsen can do this in his sleep. Hmm. This. And he's much, he's very much, because in the other ones, these people have been drawn to Grindelwald for certain reasons, like his, his charm. And I never quite got that from the Johnny Depp character. I always found him more creepy than charming yeah, and yeah. alluring. Mad Mickelson, I would follow into yeah. in a, a war, I, I think. Um, I get it. He's, a, he's much more of a charming. You can see why magical people want to join the cause and mm. go the, the bad way. Yeah. So... So we've talked obviously about like the slightly clunky things. What's good about the movie? What did you enjoy? Well, I enjoyed uh, Dan Fogel. Is that his name? Jacob. And I think that that storyline with him and Queenie, you're like, I can't remember what his name is. Sorry. <laughs> it, is, it is Fogel, but I can't remember what his first name is. I think it's Dan. <laughs> and his name is Jacob Kowalski. Yeah. And his, his story with Queenie about going to get his one love who's joined Grindelwald's uh, cause because she thinks I'm not still quite sure if she knew what she was joining up for to be honest she thought somehow yeah. uh, a, not, a magical person could be with a non-magical person but that is exactly what he's fighting against uh, so I'm not quite they still don't explain how she did that um, that's fun there are some fun set pieces Newt and his brother Theseus by Callum Turner yeah there's there's some there's a, like a prison breakout that's a fun sequence um and there's a, there's a lot of travelling from here, and so they keep going away from Hogwarts and then back to Hogwarts. Mm. And I tell you what, when the the Harry Potter music kicks in, it gets very exciting. You think, oh, that that is a great theme, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. John Williams at his best, isn't it? Yeah, and that's the only piece of music I can remember in this whole film. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
dear. And uh, Ezra Miller, put it back in it because he's had some problems. Like, do you know what? From a from 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 the very start, I thought it was going to be built around Ezra Miller. Yeah. And in this one, he's not really the main focal of it. There's okay. Yeah. Uh, and I, I thought there would be a big old... I can tell you, I thought the ending was so disappointing. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because you're, you're, it's been building up to certain moments. Like, you think these people are going to get together and it's going to be a big old showdown. You think, oh, I can't wait until these people, like, face off against each other. And when mm. it gets to that moment, it's like, is that is that it? Is that all we're getting? <laughs> <laughs> and now, after that, you think, well, I kind of want to watch another one to see if they can actually fulfil what they're they're trying to do with these characters. Yeah. Disappointingly, that so. Oh man, I'm making it sound like it is not a brilliant movie. I have to say, it's I had low expectations going in because Grindelwald, <laughs> the, the previous one was so bad. Was, was it really better much, than you thought it was going to be, though? It's definitely yes, because. Th- the second one is so clunky. I watched it yeah. previously when watching this one. And the last 20 minutes of that film are just horrible. There's a certain bit when all the characters are at the same point and they don't explain where half of them come from. They're just there. <laughs> this one's a little bit smoother, the transaction. Uh, what's her, what is Newt's sidekick? Bunty gets a much bigger role because Catherine Waterson's Tina is not in it. They do explain where she is. Okay. She's she's now in charge of the American side of the uh, wizardry world. Oh. Their police force. You can see I'm a massive fan, guys, of Harry <laughs> Potter, and I know all the uh, <laughs> the spells. Yeah. And it, it, they do miss her. You And because Ed, Ed, Eddie Redmayne's newt still, he's meant to have this crush on her, and it'd be so much better if... Well, they were playing off against each other instead of him looking at a picture every 20 minutes. <laughs> Do we know why that was? Is that a, a, a stylistic choice or was did you know did she not want to be in it or what's the I I think well, I don't know for certain. It doesn't say in the film annoyingly, but she was probably contracted to be in this movie and mm. she's probably mean well she has been quite vocal against her she who can't be named. Right. Uh, okay. So to squeeze her in, they do something to get her in to oblige hmm. that contract. Now, if she's signed to any more, I don't know how many. Yeah. You normally sign to a trilogy or whatever, a certain number. Um, well, if they planned five from the start, then uh, you'd want to sign everyone up for five, wouldn't you? You, you would think so, but certain characters are just not needed anymore. So what about um, Richard Coyle as Aberforth? So we know that we we know he's in it because we've seen it in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling anything there. But no. Because I, I haven't seen it anyway. His storyline actually works. Okay. Uh, and you can kind of, in the eighth Harry Potter film and book, whatever it is, the, the tensions are quite... Well, the brothers mm. don't like each other, do they? No, Alison? no. Yeah. Aberforth, yeah. And you, you find more about their history of why and what happened. And there's certain things that come out that my wife, who's a massive Harry Potter fan, she found really interesting. Okay. So there is something there for fans, I guess. But yeah, he's great. But he's always going to be Jeff from Coupling. He is always going to be Jeff from Coupling, yeah. For a certain generation of people, like he will always be Jeff. Yeah, who gets excited <laughs> about a country that's called Lesbos because he thinks it's full of lesbians. <laughs> that's very 90s. <laughs> <laughs> some of it's held up really well, Coupling, and some of it is not. No. <laughs> but I still but, you know, it. That's the same with a lot of 90s stuff, right? Yeah. 
Um, maybe, maybe in Badly, 40 Towers, you know, anything like that, yeah. really. Space, even. Yeah. Space, there's, even there's, probably some of the office. A fair bit of space for you. Well, I've watched it and gone, oh, no, no, can't, can't do that. Anyway, um, so the big question, is it an unequal sequel? It is a... It is unequal. It's been a hell of a ride, these three films. Yeah. Um, I... And if someone said to me there won't be a fourth one, I'd be like, oh, okay. And if someone says there's going to be a fourth one, I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> it is better than the third one, second one, sorry. I don't think it's as good as the first one because the first one is Fantastic Beasts and where the fun. There's no point calling these Fantastic Beasts and then colon yeah. some bullshit. Are there any beasts in it? That's the question. There are some beasts in it. You mean, okay. there is more roles for the Niffler, who gets a name this time. He's actually oh. called Teddy. Oh, okay. And Pickett, they've got a much more prominent role. They actually do stuff. What else is there? And there's some other things. There's some big crab things. Uh, oh, there's a certain creature I can't talk about. One, because I can't pronounce the name. But two, it's also quite pivotal to the role. Right, okay. Okay. So we're not going to do any spoilery spoiler in this then? No, well, no, because then I'd have to try and remember the name of the creature and then try and explain why, <laughs> what the creature does and why the creature's there and God, God, talk about magic and so what. Yeah, it's, 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 it is what it is. I think, I don't think this would be like, if you're, if you don't like the other two, I don't think you're going to like this one. I mean, Jude Law is still very good. I think he's good casting as, as Dumbledore. Yeah. Um, but if you're in, if you're if you're actually enjoying these films, then I think you've got to really enjoy it. Oh, that's good. That's a good thing, though, right? Well, you know, these yeah. people can kind of, you know, if you're fans of a movie, you can you can go on and know that it's a good version. Is it going to convert any new fans to the franchise? Do you think? No, I think if you're not, <laughs> no, I don't think you will. I think they'll sit there and have a good time, but well, not a good time. They, you know, they'll deal with it. An but, okay but, time. Yeah. I think they'll come out with lots of questions. And I think if you're not a Harry Potter fan, then you won't like Fantastic Beasts because I think Potter is still better than than mm, Beasts. Yeah. I think... I do hate how they keep trying to make these stories like just they're being force-fed. They should just sit back for a while and go, okay, this is a universe. There is a wizardry world. And at this point, it feels like they're just trying to spoon us whatever they can think of quickly. Mm. If they actually take their time, maybe if they should release the books before the films, that would have built momentum. Well, they're not doing books, though, are they? Is it well, no, they're, they're not. No, they're like... not. They're doing screenplays after. So what I'm saying is they should have done books. Yeah, Because yeah. then you, you build momentum. And it, this kind of film feels like you need momentum. You need that fan base yeah. on their side. Otherwise, because they're... One, I think... Warner Brothers should just carry on making them because they make so much money, not just from the films, but from everything. Like yeah, the merchandise. Merchandise the, must make so much money. And the, the Leavesden and all that sort of, you know. Going, crazy, crazy, crazy yeah. things. They should, they should have built momentum. They should have released the books and then made the films. And then I think it would have been more of a success. Yeah, just try to do it too quick. Yeah, like this, did you want another film about other wizards? Not uh, been, set in nineteen twenty-seven. I was never it was really into Harry Potter because no, it was, was a bit lame for me. So you know, it wasn't until my son came along that I even kind of watched most of it. I think 
So, yeah, not massively. Have you made him watch these ones? Made him watch. No, no, he's not watched <laughs> any of these them. ones. No, I wouldn't make him watch anything, to be honest. But, you know, no, he's not watched these ones. But he is excited that other there is other bits of the world that exist. I mean, that is nice. he's got to a point with the f- original franchise where they're a bit too scary for him now. So yeah. he's going to have to wait a little while before he watches the next few because you know, he's only six. I would say this is less scary and tense than Crimes of Grindelwald. Okay. The, Crimes of Grindelwald, at the end, they go a bit mental of like mm. showing you Nazis and concentration camps and this massive ball of fire and everyone's burning. Yeah. Um, this one's a little bit tamer. Okay. Okay. That's that's good. But you do get to see some Thailand stuff from that kind of the world and okay. stuff like that. But really, <laughs> you can see my like, do I care? Do I care? I don't. I don't get the sense that you do. <laughs> no. And then you're going to ask the question, how will I rate it? Yeah, yeah. What What would you give it out of seven? Do you know, we've seen a few films recently. So this month's been quite strong with sequels. Mm. And we've seen Morbius, yeah. Sonic, which we spoke about last week. Yes. And this. Which is where I think I got the COVID from. Yeah. Cheers, Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> and out of those three, Sonic is still the best film. Yeah. Uh, it's the one I would rush back to go watch again because it's just fun. Ah, oh, what, what, what did I give Sonic for? I can't even remember. You gave it four, yeah. Okay. I will give this a solid, so middle of the road, Rich. What's middle of the road here? Three? <laughs> three and a half, isn't it? Middle of seven. Oh, yeah. I'm not going three and a half. That's too nice. Uh, three. I thought you were going to say, I'm going to give it a solid two. Like, oh. <laughs> there might be stuff for a second viewing, to be honest. It might age better yeah um but personally it felt like a lot of people even the people on screen were kind of relieved when this one ended right okay um (laughs) there there is a semi tie up right stuff does finish but it also allows like oh if you want more there there is we can make more of these yeah do you think it's going to be on kind of how this one's received maybe i don't know because we're living in that part of the pandemic now where numbers aren't Hmm. huge anymore so True. this was yeah. this was never going to be a billion dollar franchise and like making film no uh, if it scrapes together above 500 maybe because marketed for this film must be insane but like i said earlier it must make money in so many other places i think the marketing budget is probably paid for by the action figures and you know cloaks and stuff wands and stuff that you can buy for it yeah (laughs) there's literally Harry Potter everything oh god there's so I I went to the Harry Potter thing in London with all the pictures and some of the oh yeah not the Leavesden one like the thing in Common Garden really interesting Mm. really good all the behind the scenes stuff amazing really well done and then tacked on the end there was a (laughs) Fantastic Beasts bit and I was just like I could not give a shit about this section (laughs) And I think that's that's a metaphor for the whole thing, right? <laughs> so. I'm not here. I'm here to see the really like. I think that's a magical world that she has created. She, I, I don't want to give her too many props, but the details of the stuff that she did, and, and not just her, her actually, the filmmakers, like the design teams, the yeah. costumes, the, the sets are incredible. And then I got to the got so fantastic beast, and I thought I literally was there for a minute. I thought, oh, okay, let's go and drink some butter beer. <laughs> Which was, I yeah, quite enjoyed. Yeah, well, that's, that's fair. That's fair enough. Anything else you want to tell us about Fantastic Beasts? Uh, wasn't that fantastic? Didn't have enough beasts. 
Um, that, that's a comment for the poster. <laughs> and really, it should have focused, if it was focused on the beasts and where to find them, and there's just films traveling the world, capturing fantastic beasts and learning about that kind of thing, then I think it would have been better. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And right. Well, thanks for that, Dave. And uh, you're welcome. You can. You're going to do the uh, do do the do my job then, and uh, tell us all about where what people can do to follow the podcast. I will do the outro. You can. Yeah. So if you liked what you heard on this podcast, normally there's two of us reviewing or talking about yeah, the sequel. Sorry. Uh, Rich might see it and we'll do it, hear what he thinks next week in our monthly roundup. Rich might uh, not see it. Rich might not see it. <laughs> we will find out next week. I might. I might. I don't know. It depends when I'm feeling better and how insane work is. Yeah. There is a couple of films I want to see which aren't sequels, so hopefully I get to talk about. Uh, and there are also some exciting sequel news that has popped mm. up and I thought, oh, I can't wait to talk about that mm. with Rich. Anyway, if you like what we heard, we are on the internet. We uh, Our socials on Twitter and Instagram are at unequal sequel. You can contact us tell us how great we are on them we've also got an email if you for some reason want to send an email to us i got mocked by for having an email the other day <laughs> you didn't get mocked for having an email you got mocked for having a hotmail <laughs> is that so not cool kids no no because that's like off of the 90s damn it <laughs> uh which is unequal sequel at hotmail.com you can also review us rate us subscribe on many places that do podcasts like apple or spotify or acast we're pretty much on all of them yeah. so free feel free to get in contact and tell us how much you like us nice when you listen to this will i be a few days away from season three of our actual proper episodes <gasps> Exciting. Exciting. Uh, there will be 12 episodes, hopefully, of us asking really brilliant guests what their best sequel is, their worst sequel, and their dream sequel. Uh, and this is what we do best, basically. So thank you for listening to this if you have been listening to this, but the good stuff is on its way. I love that that is what we do best because that's the one where we talk a lot less and we let someone else talk who's far more interesting than we are. Oh, I love listening <laughs> to them, yeah. I've got nothing else to say. Rich, you got anything else to say? No, that's all, that's it from me, mate. So, uh, yeah, thank you everyone for listening and it's, uh, it's a goodbye from me. Uh, bye-bye. And it's a goodbye from him. Bye! <laughs> Thanks very much. See you later. He waved. Don't know who's waving at. Of course I waved. I always wave. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. All good. Bye. <laughs>